Hey you, it's me, Erica, and welcome back to the Esoterica podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today, tonight, this evening, this morning, whatever time it is that you're listening, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. We're going to talk about aliens in the main portion of the podcast, but before I get started on that topic, I want to update y'all on um, my parents. Um, last podcast, I indicated that my father was COVID positive and had gone to the hospital. Well, when he would, had made it to his one week of being in the hospital, my mom was admitted. They were on the same floor. And, um, were there for... My dad was there for over a week. My mom was there for over 48, 72 hours. Um, My dad is too weak to go home. He's in a nursing home right now. And in 30 minutes from when I am recording this podcast, Governor John Bell Edwards will be giving another press conference on the state of COVID in the state of Louisiana. So I'm eager to hear that. And I may actually um, interrupt my recording of this to listen to that. It's important to me. Um, my mother is at home, but is on but is on oxygen, and my dad's in a nursing home. The numbers for nursing homes don't look good. I don't like it, and I'm trying to keep my mind busy. Part of that process is doing things like this. So when I say thank you for being here, I really fucking mean it. Thank you. Let's get to talking about some aliens, okay? Transition time. I'll be back. Love you. Hey, it's me. I'm glad you're with me. Let's get to talking about some space stuff. So what inspired this podcast was really an article that I read about an Israeli professor and space project um, director coming out in a book and in different interviews saying some pretty remarkable things. And I thought back to earlier this year when coronavirus was still very much front page news for a very good reason, Um, the United States government kind of was like, those UFO videos are real. And it didn't really seem to make news or headlines. And I was really kind of um, perplexed by that. So after reading this article, I wanted to dig deeper. And I figured this would be a great podcast topic because it links space and astrology together. And the coolest thing has kind of emerged through it is Mercury is speaking loudly in a lot of these um, configurations I'm going to talk to you about. These configurations are based on the different dates of these press releases being given. I ran charts for different things. Um, Really cool stuff. So let's go back to April 27th, 2020. What were you doing? Um, 
It was just right after my birthday. My my birthday's April 16th. So April 27th, 2020. The garbage fire had just started. <laughs> and I found um, that the DOD had released an immediate press release statement on their releasing some historic Navy videos. Some of these, there were three videos that were released. One was taken in November of 2004, and another two videos were taken in January of 2015. Both of these, or all three of these videos were circulating in the public domain after there were unauthorized releases in 2007 and in 2017. The aerial phenomena in the videos is characterized as unidentified in the press release. Now, the press release was April 27th. I looked up sky transits. Astrologically, the sky spoke on April 26th, 2020. The sun was conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So then we fast forward four months. Now we're into August. August the 4th, 2020, Department of Defense Secretary Norquist approved the creation of the UAPTF, which is an acronym for Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. This is a Pentagon-backed Department of Defense Task Force that is being created in the year 2020. Fast forward 10 more days. On the 14th of August, there was an immediate press release issued from the Department of of Defense and the Pentagon indicating that there was the establishment of this UAPTF. Astrologically, the sky spoke on August 17th, three days later. The sun was conjunct Mercury and Leo. And on the 2nd of December, this was the date of the article that I could find, um, Israeli professor and OFEC satellite project manager, Haim Ished, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, I do not mean to, no disrespect, I'm a, I'm a simple southern girl, <laughs> Haim Ished, H-A-I-M-E-S-H-E-D, revealed in his book, The Universe Beyond the Horizon, alongside the promotional press interviews, that there is something called a galactic federation and that it had been in contact with leaders all over the globe for years, but that the information had been delayed because humanity, the public at large, couldn't handle that truth at the time. Astrologically, the sky will speak on December 19th. Mercury will conjunct the sun in Sagittarius. That is also another big day in astrology. I think that's the day that Jupiter moves into Aquarius. Um, Double check. If I'm wrong, I'll put it in the comment description part below, but I think I'm right. Just because I'm a starter doesn't mean I have all this stuff memorized. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Now, a couple of those professed truths in this book are that the Galactic Federation Alliance exists, that there is an underground base on Mars, that this underground base on Mars allegedly has 
like human and alien ambassador-like representatives. It's mind-blowing stuff, right? I have the planet Uranus conjunct my ascendant in Scorpio. So I find this stuff fascinating because it's the uncovering of deep secrets and they can be quite shocking. The article I read indicated that the interview occurred on a Sunday and I am making a huge assumption that that Sunday was on November 29th, 2020. So I ran the chart for that and it was fascinating. Just delving into the synchronistic symbolic language of the Sabian symbols reveals a lot to me, and I'll get to that in just a minute. But this report, these reports, these interviews are being published just after a lunar eclipse in Gemini, and the ruler of that eclipse was Gemini. Gemini is in late Scorpio, opposite the moon in Taurus, as these new interviews made their way to me. The Galactic Federation is a phrase that's been thrown around for years in the space-age-minded communities, so it's very interesting for me to see it given such a bright spotlight in the public eye, and astrology leans into it being a tightly held secret that is ready for the world to receive. All of the Sabian symbols that I pulled for this podcast come from an astrological mandala by Dane Rudyard. You need to understand that in the chart, Mercury is clear of its retrograde influence fully, but is still in the late degrees of Scorpio at 26 degrees. The Sabian symbol tied to this placement reads, American Indians making camp after moving into a new territory. The keynote is the ability to adjust swiftly to a new situation by tuning into its requirements. The theme is efficient functioning in all life situations. In this chart, Mercury is making a sextile to the Capricorn Council, Jupiter at 23 degrees, Saturn at 28 degrees, and Pluto at 25 degrees. I put them in placement of their speed. Pluto moves the slowest. That's why it's behind Saturn, even though numerically it should be before it. I'm actually reading in real time, and I see that um, my script has a typo in it, so we're going to roll with it. Um, Pluto, at 23 degrees, Sabian reads, a soldier receiving two awards for bravery in combat. And this Sabian symbol was very, very, very key in the 2019 and 2020 conjunctions of um, Saturn and Pluto. The keynote reads, the reward offered by society for the fulfillment of individual responsibility. The theme is recompense, a compensation for a well-done performance and a balancing of accounts. Jupiter at almost 26 degrees reads, a nature spirit dancing in the iridescent mist of a waterfall. The keynote is the ability to perceive the hidden and creative spirit of natural phenomena. And the theme is occult energy. Saturn the planet that you can see the farthest with the naked eye 
is at 28 degrees of Capricorn in this chart. And the Sabian symbol for that reads a large aviary. The keynote, the enjoyment of spiritual values by the soul able to familiarize itself with their implications. The theme is that one may speak here of clear audience, meaning the capacity for being responsive to many inner voices. In the chart that I pulled, Black Moon Lilith is at 4 degrees Taurus conjunct Uranus at 7 degrees Taurus. This is opposite Venus and Scorpio. 4 degrees of Taurus, Sabian symbol reads, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. The keynote is riches that come from linking celestial and the earthly nature. The theme is communion. The seven degree Sabian symbol reads, a sleigh on land uncovered by snow. The keynote reads, the value of anticipating and preparing for expectable conditions. The theme is future-oriented imagination. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up, y'all. All of this given to you, and we are staring down a new moon solar eclipse in Sagittarius conjunct the south node occurring on the 14th of this month, four days from now. Saturn moves, Jupiter moves, then we have a solstice conjunction in Aquarius. All of this information is coming out. Astrology never ceases to amaze me. I have two more podcasts that I'm working on right now. The Pluto and Leo generation and some things that I have researched in my own personal opinions. I've titled it Pluto and Leo. Pluto and Leo stuck in their immense shadow. And I also have a more informative, ranty, debased, debate, raced, y'all. What is wrong with me? I've been talking about Mercury and I can't even speak now. The second podcast is an informative, ranty, debate-based talk on what's gone on in Fort Hood and the personal ties that I have that I, to that town. It is where I have some of my most early memories and... To be honest, they weren't good. I've said on Twitter on more than one occasion that I feel like Fort Hood and Colleen, Texas are built on a dark vortex of depravity. If you look at the numerology of where it's placed on the interstate and where those numbers intercede and interject, um, you might could numerologically deduce some of my childhood trauma. I don't know if we'll get into that part, but Fort Hood and Colleen have a big part to do with why some of my heart is broken. We'll get into it. Aliens, y'all, can you believe it? Right before this Aquarius conjunction, right before this new moon solar eclipse in Sagittarius, the traveler the one who goes the farthest. It's something else. 
It's divine timing, and I'm always amazed by it. I'm sending you a lot of love. I hope you're well. Please take care of yourself, and please be kind to yourself. Save some of that kindness for others, because we're all going through this shit storm of 2020 together, and we have 21 days left of it. We'll make it. I want to do something special for y'all on the solstice conjunction. I'm not sure what yet. I'm not sure how yet, but I'm feeling drawn to it. I'm sending you lots of love from here in my little corner of Northwest Louisiana. I want to give a huge shout out to all of my international listeners. There are more of y'all than there are American listeners. Congratulations. Take care, y'all. I'll be around soon. Until then, I love you. Bye.